Hey everyone, we're the Book Mix Society. I'm Alondra. I'm Shay. I'm Amal. And I'm Virginia. And this is the Mom Book Club. Welcome back, bitches. We're here today with a spicy one. This episode is all about the Vicious Lost Boy series by Nikki St. Crow, which is a Peter Pan reimagining. Don't worry, every character is aged up, so this isn't at all like the original story. You'll notice we read a lot of retellings here at the Non-Book Club, and this is probably our fourth retelling we've done on an episode so far, and the second Peter Pan one. It just has so much potential. As always, this is your spoiler warning for the first two books, The Never King and The Dark One. If you haven't read these novellas, pause the pod and come back. Trigger warnings include mental illness, kidnapping, torture, and murder. Um, we'll start with The Never King, which is the first book in the series. What are your guys' overall thoughts and ratings? I really liked it. I I, I gave it a five, a five stars. I like that um, it was the, the first reverse harem that I read. And I liked it because it wasn't just like about the spies. There was a, there was also a plot line going on, so it made it like I feel it was I feel it was balanced, and it kept me like asking questions and wondering what was gonna happen. And so I really liked it. Yeah, I read a lot of reverse harem, um, so this wasn't new to me. But I think the dynamics among the group were really fun and very interesting. I think they were kind of unlike any other reverse harem that I've read I gave it five stars because it was just like a really overall fun read but I did like the underlying plot um it didn't require a whole lot of thought but it still was enough to keep me intrigued throughout the books um so I gave it five stars and I really enjoyed it and I'm excited for the third one I also really enjoyed it um I gave it 4.75 stars um I really like the like the universe and just the idea of the darlings um and how tina or tinkerbell plays into it um i thought it was all really good and i just really love Cass and uh, bash you like the twins <laughs> what about you amal um i i liked it it was my first true reverse harem because i've read one that was marketed as one but it was <laughs> not a reverse harem um i don't know why the ravenhood series is marketed as that because it is definitely not like this was my first true reverse harem I really liked it. I gave it a 4.5. That's because I like had hooked in the back of my mind. So yeah, for a lot of it, I was like not comparing, but um, like thinking back to what Emily McIntyre did with Hooked and Versuses. Although they both did it really, like I think they did both the storylines justice justices, but still yeah. think it's very good. And um, yeah. because the Never King like does that. take place in Neverland, like you actually, yeah, like, you're not, uh, yeah, it's not a yeah. Mo- modern yeah, retelling. Like, like it, like it does Neverland. jump worlds, kind of. Yeah, I liked it though. I'm excited for that. The uh, vicious the darling. One. I just don't understand why the twins don't get their own, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm really intrigued by the the whole the twins and because the twins are Faye and like the court and everything. Yeah, so they definitely have enough like drama and backstory to fill an entire like book not even just a novella but a book I feel like Mm -hmm. so it is kind of strange that they're at least that we know of they're not getting their own book yeah it's actually weird for me because at the beginning of the dark one there's like an um, author's note Mm -hmm. where Nikki talks about how she like um, consulted some like indigenous people to make sure that the story was correct and act and like more like felt true to the characters so I was going in, I was like, oh, wow, this, even though it's called Dark One, I was like, oh, maybe this is about the twins, but that doesn't make any sense. But 
I mean, I guess even though each book is like it's Never King and then the Dark One, they're about Vane and Peter Pan, but it felt like everybody got to tell their stories. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you had everyone's POV. Yeah, so that's what I was about to ask is like, how does everybody feel about like, because I mean, we have your your core cast of characters that sporadically kind of get their own POVs, but then you get really random ones like Hook and the Cherry. And, yeah. So how do you guys feel about that? It, it almost um, felt like a third person yeah. type of book because you get like different aspects. Mm-hmm. I liked having like the random POV because that yeah. added to the the plot line because they're they're random because they're not on the main ca- the main characters but they actually do bring something to the storyline mm-hmm. and and it just also because like you, you get like Cherry's POV which I like how how what they did with her I actually really like her <laughs> some of the POVs like I I think the Cherry one was necessary to kind of see what happened in the second book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about the hook one, but I definitely think the brownie one was unnecessary when they could have just done like the sister. Um, yeah. And it, um, for the brownie one, it, gave- it wasn't written in first person, so he was referring to himself as the brownie. So I was, I was so confused for the first like. Well, maybe he has like identity. Identity. <laughs> I think they're all like that, right? But they like, need to, I think that the author needs to. The way I could have got my words out. Um, kind of build them a little bit more because I don't really get what the point of the brownies are. I know that they're like to help the phase, but yeah. why? <laughs> but I, I I think that having um oh my god what's the twin sister's name uh, Tilly uh, Tilly Tilly yeah I, I I think having her POV would have given too much away like at yeah. first. And also, like, this is really random because they say, like, when you kill the fae, like, when you say, like, I don't believe in, I, I, what, I don't I believe, believe in magic or fairies or whatever yeah. the line is. They yeah. die. I'm like, like, I keep thinking, like, why wouldn't you just say that in the fight, like, all the time? Like, I don't believe in I, you. <laughs> when that first happened and, like, she almost says it in front of um, Cass, I thought only humans saying it would kill a fairy, but then oh. Peter Pan kills yeah uh tank so that's why i was, I was like that's and it also I maybe go ahead. go ahead no no go ahead well, i was just saying like it also was like very easy to guess that saying like i believe in fairies would be like have the opposite effect yeah so that's and the kind like, of how, thing how like. did they live so long not realizing that yeah and like that's the kind of thing i like where it's like there is a plot that kind of like keeps you hooked throughout the book but it doesn't take a whole lot of thought process to figure out or like mm-hmm. guess what's going to happen next so I feel like I'm still like intrigued and invested in the story but I'm not having to use like a whole lot of brain power which is nice because I use re- reading as an escape so it's like nice to kind of like shut my brain off but still well, it's enough to be, be entertained yeah. yeah and because I remember when I, we first read it, like we were ex- exchanging theories and mm-hmm. like we were right, but still, yeah. like there was always a possibility that we were wrong. Like, because, and also I like how, you know, in the original story, like Peter Pan is looking for his shadow and how they mm-hmm. incorporated that because he is still looking for his shadow. And, yeah. I, and I like the idea of having like the good shadow basically and mm-hmm. the bad, like the bad. Yeah, because then there's like this choice that you have to make between like, good and bad or good and evil or whatever um and like how that would affect the person choosing the shadow or i guess in this case the person who accidentally gets attached to the shadow yeah. <laughs> but like it yeah it's really interesting take because i think in the original story it's just one shadow right it's not two yeah it's his yeah. his own shadow like he needs to i think they need to sew it back or something yeah 
I don't know. It's been a while since I actually. I never. I've never <laughs> read the actual original story. To be honest, I don't think I, I even the watched the Disney original one. movie or anything. I remember watching the original Disney movie and just thinking, Peter Pan is a brat. Like, <laughs> I get why Hook is pissed. I mean, like, you have this kids like, just creating havoc, and I'm like, dude, like, listen to the people. Like, clearly. which is why we loved Hook in Emily <laughs> McIntyre series getting a love yeah. story because it was deserved. Most of my knowledge of Peter Pan comes from Once Upon a Time, which oh, I yeah. think they did good justice they did, yeah. to that storyline with making Peter Pan bad. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, pretty much And, and here he's like, um, like, he's after power, basically. He's not like this heroic person either in The Never King. He just wants power. And he's wants- honest about like being not a good guy, which I really like. Yeah. And yeah, they're all because when you think about it, like they're none of them are actually like a good person. Yeah, and they and there's not like to pretending it. to be like, oh, this is for the greater good or whatever. It's like, no, yeah. I just want what I want, and I'm gonna yeah, do whatever like I need they, to, like, to get it. Repeatedly say that they're not good guys. Yeah, and this isn't some fairy tale, and not to look at the the good that they do as any like consolation for the bad. Yeah. You know what I really liked also how they wrote Winnie. And her attitude towards sex. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, it's not that she thinks, like, it's, she uses it, like, as an empowering thing. And they don't make it, like, so, I don't know how to say it. But I, I, I like how they, they wrote her and her views towards it. And how she, she learned to accept her needs and, like, how she, her power through it, too. Yeah, that's one thing I really like in Reverse Harems is usually the female main character is pretty sex positive and like kind of owns her sexuality and the power that lies within that and not settling for anything less than what she wants which wendy's or winnie's attitude is a little bit different she's like more blunt about it Mm -hmm. but like to her core she is like the typical female main character in a reverse harem um but i just liked how blunt she was about it yeah, she knows what she wants. It wasn't like she... a journey that she had to go on, like most reverse harems. She already knew yeah, going like into it who she was. Some, like delicate virgin. Yeah, yeah. Because that's usually what reverse harems are like, or I would imagine that's how they're like. It's it's not so much that they're like delicate. They just haven't fully like explored their sexuality or like. Mm-hmm their sexual desires in any way and she had already gone through that process and already knew what she liked and what she wanted um which usually reverse harems is all about like that journey of finding that out i liked how she already knew at the beginning of this and she made no excuse about it she's like yeah this is what i like and how she went after them like it wasn't them pursuing Mm -hmm. her yeah it was her being like you know what i want you Mm -hmm. yeah she had to convince them and yeah. I kind of liked the almost deception in the beginning of the first book when she first, because, you know, Pan's whole thing was don't touch her, don't have sex with her, whatever, like, don't have sex with the darling, don't touch the darling. Um, and she kind of deceived him and that group by, like, you know what I mean? She's, she's like, like I, I have something. She's like, I'm just going to use sex it. to get what I want. And like. Yeah, so I kind of, I really liked that aspect of it, and it was, like, very fun to read, to see her kind of, like, use sex in a way that usually a man would in Mm -hmm. a story, so it was kind of nice. 
to get that role reversal. See, I thought when I would read a reverse harem that I would be like um, trying to root for like one couple mm-hmm. and be like, no, 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 like not a reverse harem because I have a, I do have a favorite, but also yeah. I, I thought I would be like, fuck the others, <laughs> like just choose him. But yeah. no, like I, that wasn't the case at all. I'm like, you know what? I like the dynamic between all of them. And why shouldn't she have all of them? Like yeah. they're okay with it. Like, they all bring something get- different to the table right yeah so uh, well, speaking of favorite you said you have a favorite who is it i think it's vain yeah <laughs> vain is a hundred percent my favorite i love him the fan art for him is like so spot on that like every time i see it i'm like kicking and screaming with glee i love him so much <laughs> do you guys, you guys have, have a, favorite? a favorite i love Cassidy. Uh, oh yeah the twins what about you shay you said vain as well yeah yeah i like vain only because like I don't know much about him, mm-hmm. and he even without the, so even with the spits in scene. <laughs> um, yeah, I told I just like overlooked that it was small. And she spit it out, so it's fine. <laughs> See, I didn't um, mind that spits in because it wasn't about being sexy. He was trying to like be like I. He was yeah. Bad I just don't he like, was. I don't like perfect play. <laughs> I think that's the thing. That's my but it limit. wasn't supposed like, to be sexy. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter. It's even grosser than. Um, I just don't like it, but I like him. He reminds me so much of um, Dom from um, Ravenhood series. Which oh. actually, I was, I was just going to ask you guys. I don't. I don't think you'll understand. I need to talk to someone who's read both series, <laughs> and then they can tell me if they. He also reminds some of Dom. But I was going to ask you. Do you? Oh, think you should talk to Lauren. Had, she read both. I was gonna. Yeah, I think I might talk to Lauren because I saw that she had read it too. Um, do you think any of them are going to die in the last one? Mm-hmm. I hope not. No. Um, from from how it got like pan got his shadow back uh the light one vane has a shadow her back dark shadow and so does winnie now winnie yeah winnie i wonder how she's gonna react to the dark shadow though because it seems that it's like not everyone can control it and it gives you like this dark urges well i think she also kind of has a little bit of darkness in her she does i was gonna say she might be able to control it because she like her like uh, mary went into the lagoon while she was pregnant so she Mm -hmm. must have a little bit of power yeah but she'll probably have those urges like vane does like when he mm-hmm. like gets like mm-hmm. he just wants to destroy if any, or maybe it's the opposite that she'll be able to control it better than wayne um vane you think yeah that'll be interesting because i mean we don't really can... know a whole lot about vane before the shadow he became yeah. the dark one but yeah but the shadow like maybe he was al- maybe he was already like an angry person they talked about how the- what? they oh. talked about what <laughs> They talked about how the shadow was related to like the place they were from, and the place mm. that he was from was already more violent and evil. So mm. it's- oh, that's true. Yeah, because his brother black. is um is not a good person either. Does does um does the croc or a rock or whatever does he have the other shadow then? That's every what I was island wondering. Has two shadows, right? There, yeah, mm. every every island has two sh- shadows, and I was wondering that because if his brother has the other shadow, that makes him like powerful too. And he's like a nemesis of Hook, right? And they mm-hmm. made it like he's really powerful because they said even Peter Pan was like, yeah. Weird. And so he seems afraid of him. Has... Like everyone seems afraid of him, and not one. But of also, you. Ido, either like way, no matter if you have the dark or like the good shadow, I think that doesn't necessarily mean you can't be evil. Mm-hmm. So like, even if Rock does have the like light shadow or good shadow, whatever, like he could still be evil and powerful mm-hmm. and use yeah. his power for bad 
But see, I haven't been convinced of who is evil except for Tilly. Because <laughs> like, otherwise, yeah. like all of them, I'm like, you know what? They're all just uh, they want and power Tink, and but Tink isn't around. Yeah, but Tink, Tink, Tink died. I was she actually got what she deserved. <laughs> honestly, I, I just didn't. When we find out the background of the twins and why they were cast out of the the court, mm-hmm. I was like, they did it to protect their sister, and their sister was like, eh. Yeah, that's what I was kind of like shocked about. I was kind of like, how how does she treat them and deceive them so poorly? Like every time there's a darling on the island and she kind of like goes behind their back and does whatever. But like, they're your brothers. And like, I just how do you not feel like any sort of like familial loyalty to them? They lost their wings protecting her. They thought exactly well, they were trying to save them for and- like a fate. And even if it wasn't to save her, like, even if that was not even a factor in them losing their wings, I feel like as their sister, she should have some sort of loyalty to them just by, you know, growing up with them and whatnot. But like, there just seems to be none of that. I'm like, are are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Do you like need a hug or something? Right. And and they seem to like really care about her because. Yeah. And and that's what the point I'm like they care why don't you care back mm-hmm. that always makes me mad yeah that's the one thing i'm kind of confused is like i mean i don't really have any siblings i was raised an only child so i don't know how sibling dynamics are supposed to work but i just feel like she should have some more loyalty to them and not so easily like betray them when it came to you know the darling and whatnot but so that's the thing that they all an only child <laughs> I, I think I think the twins are the well t- the twins in vain are the only ones not looking to like control and have power of Neverland because mm-hmm. all of them like Hook, Tilly, and Pan that's all they want to take back control of the island. Yeah, and the twins just want their wings back. Yeah, and, and Bane, I don't know. Vane just wants. <laughs> I think Vane just wants to exist. <laughs> yeah, he's just there. Ch- well, he's not chilling because yeah. he he needs to relax a bit to be honest. He does. <laughs> He, he, relaxed to go to a a in, he relaxed quite a bit in the dark one. <laughs> yeah. And in that bonus scene. <laughs> he does. And uh, talking about um, the... Um, what was I going to talk? Uh, the Darlings, Wendy. I was... I was Because from what I understood, Wendy is still alive, but she's in, a nev- she's in another island, right? And she yeah. is romantically linked to Rock, right? If I understood correctly. <laughs> Yep, because that's the leverage they're gonna use. So yeah. I was wondering because the the title of the third one is "Their Vicious Darling," and I'm thinking maybe it's like "Vicious Darling" in general, and Wendy might have a shadow too, and she will mm-hmm. maybe she'll oh, from Everland. Yeah, because I'm thinking if think you, I would be pissed if I would I would have been dropped off in an island somewhere. Because I'm thinking they don't grow older in the island when they get there. Well, and I think in one of our messages, we had talked about um, the fact that Winnie's mom was pregnant on the island. um, The possibility of that, like, kind of ceasing the pregnancy or, like, kind of putting it in limbo because you don't age while you're on the island. Mm -hmm. And so would that have, like, stopped her growing child at all or, like... Just with the timeline of that, I guess, yeah. it's kind of confusing. Because I'm wondering, like, if, because it's been a while, it's been like a, a hundred years since Pan, like, 
for God, Wendy. She said, yeah, Wendy is Winnie's great great grandmother. So that's, so like, that's at least two generations. So at the very least, like 70 years, at the least. Yeah. I would be pissed, to be honest. Like, imagine, like, she goes full, like, Tom Hanks in, like, Castaway. So she has, like, Do we know how long the last book is going to be? Or is it going to be around the same? I would assume it's probably the same length. I would think at least under 300 pages for sure. Um, And I think each one is, like, what, 120 or something The first one is 190-something, and the second is, 212. Okay. Yeah, I would say at least under 300 pages. I don't see it being more than that. But I I feel like there's just so much more to explain that like it almost needs to be more than 300 cuz with Winnie's great-great-grandmother, she had to have been pregnant before pre- been pregnant and gave birth before she was yeah. kidnapped. She had because to have a kid that was a yeah, nurse. She, <laughs> yeah, yeah cuz she never went back to like our time our like our reality so and like well i mean i guess we don't know how time works on everland right so yeah, like she could have given birth on everland but how did but the baby how, end up on how Earth? did the baby get back to real time but not wendy i'm wondering if like push the baby down the cliff just kidding <laughs> <laughs> let's hope for the best yeah i hope they explain it and not just yeah like it could have been her great great aunt that would have made more sense because well and just, i don't know if not... there was like maybe somebody protecting her saying that she's on everland when she's really not or like you know but oh, oh so as you far think as maybe was... maybe she managed to escape and Pat uh-huh. still thinks she's there and so he won't have any leverage because yeah, that could be interesting because... like they go to everland and she's not there so the crocodile turns on them because <laughs> i maybe. because i would think that she you know obviously is worried about him finding out where she is or knowing where she is and so like i wouldn't put it past her to maybe have somebody help her escape but like keep it under wraps sort of see that seems like it would be like a book on its maybe, own like what yeah, happened maybe rock, maybe rock helped her off yeah i may yeah, that would work yeah croc will have like the a loyalty to Vane because i know she was talking about how tilly doesn't really have any loyalty mm-hmm. for bash and cast do you think yeah. for Vane? it seems i think he will but i, I I, I, I feel know. like it would be kind of a dark, twisted loyalty, like as in, I'm your brother, I know better than you, but he's not really into taking Do we know if he's maybe, maybe he'll uh, have it to Vane, but <laughs> Vane won't have it back to him because he's like loyal to Pan. They what did, were you saying, Alondra? They did say that um, the only time like Croc gets to see Vane is when Vane is looking for something. So I feel like Croc gives me older brother oh, vibe. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe I don't think maybe then it would necessarily be like a loyalty but rather I know better than you I don't know like Alondra was saying or protecting like like you think you know better because you're trying to protect them but I feel like there's tension where Bane kind of sees Peter Pan as more of a figure than Croc and then Croc and Pan are clearly enemies I'm thinking overprotective brother that's what I'm thinking that just that's the vibes that it gave me uh i wouldn't put it past him then because they don't have obviously a super close relationship so i wouldn't put it past croc to like lie and say oh yeah she's uh, she's on the island and whatever when she's really not talking about siblings i felt bad for Cher- cherry yeah like when how she ended up with the the lost she kind of got screwed over 
Yeah, like, but at the same time, when you're in Hook P Hook's POV, you see that he cares for his sister. But at the end of the day, if he's not going to lose his most important um, soldier. And it's also her. not like she's 100% an angel. Like, yeah, she's not. <laughs> she's She makes some bad decisions, but it is kind of sad that she's separated from her brother and like he cares but not enough to really do anything about it yeah but when he thought she was gonna die he like um and maybe like that's my problem because i was like who's the who's the villain here because I, i couldn't feel bad for hook I, i meant i felt bad for hook when i was going i was seeing him go through like oh is my sister okay and i'm like oh that endeared him to me to be honest until he's like i don't care <laughs> my brother's yeah. here too. <laughs> screw them Yeah, so so that whole thing that didn't dare me to hook. So I'm like, I don't want hook to die. And also, yeah. maybe uh, maybe I like I'm all set. I was still having like um, from hook from Emily McIntyre, like still having like this vision of him. I'm like, he's not evil. Like he <laughs> suffered through life. It's not his fault. Because I think for me, like the only villain, like I said before, is really Tilly. Yeah. She's the only she's the only one I see as a villain. Yeah, yeah. I hope they don't try and redeem her. Because I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really care about her, to be honest. I hope Brownie killed her. And that would be that would be poetic. Voice. Would be, but yeah. So they have they they have like the because um, I think if they all have an alliance, like why can't they all live peacefully? Like just I have my spot, you have your spot, and I always want more power. True, but I'm like they could go to conflict resolution seminars. <laughs> just worked it all like out. Now that they have Winnie, they don't need power, you know? Virginia yeah. turned between Tilly, Hook, and Pen. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's talk it out. Like, you can get the East, you can get the North, you can get the West. Tilly's like, you killed my mom, Pan. She Pan deserved it. <laughs> my life. Because that's the thing, in, in this story, the original, when, uh, the original darling isn't Wendy. Yeah. Because yeah. Pan was in love with the original darling and Tink killed her. And then he her. said he didn't care. Yeah, he, then he said he didn't care for Wendy because it was a different time. I just want to know how many generations of women that they're, they've been bringing here. How many of them uh, Tilly, like, broke their Messed mind? Up, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, from what, from probably the most, the mo those that actually had the most memories, she went, like, she really scrambled their brain the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah think that mary will be okay because she decided to stay in the real world and now she doesn't have winnie to like help her i hope she'll be okay i, I like, that was hope very so sad too for her. Will be, especially because like her daughter kind of when they came back and were looking for his shadow like i think a big part of like why she went so crazy was because while winnie was kind of placating her there was like a little bit of unbelieving underneath her mm -hmm. and now that she knows that Winnie knows for sure that it's real I think she can kind of maybe rest a little bit easier mm -hmm. and I, I think, think seeing the guys too I also think yeah. bit, like her her kind of sporadicness was that she was so worried for Winnie's safety and like mm -hmm. they about all the things she kind of made Winnie go through and all her scars and I feel like now knowing that Winnie survived that and kind of became stronger because of it will probably give her some peace um, yeah What do you guys yeah. think about the fact that like her mom kind of tortured her in a way to try to protect her by taking her to be shamans or like different people who priests or whatever that 
literally tortured Winnie since she was a child to try to stop this. What do you guys think about that? I think from she what? didn't have a choice because of what Tilly did to her head. Yeah, and Tilly, like, from, and from she, everyone's account, they all said that she, she got it the worst. Her. And then mm. they would protect her and they didn't. So for all she knew, that was the same thing was going to happen. Like she submitted and still got the rough end of the deal. I so really I think, yeah. I really like the book trope where it's like, who did this to you? And then they go on that. And I love that two of them did that, both Pan and Bane. Like, who did this to you? And then when they found her was married, they were like, oh shit and i think virginia yeah virginia had brought up in our messages one time she had sent a screenshot where it was like um i wish we would have known mary or i wish we wouldn't have let her leave the island or whatever and she was like why so you could raise me like that'd be creepy (laughs) (laughs) and i just found that really funny and then like his spring but um like would winnie have even like was she just a baby forever? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like that that's the whole other thing. Yeah, yeah, and I also like how did Cherry grow up? Because at one point he says that oh, when Cherry was five, she didn't know how to say Samira, so she says Smee, and that's how Smee gets the her island. name. Oh, but I don't know what that means. Maybe on so, the both, like on hooks. Yeah, both so you. like different parts of the island, you grow differently. Like I'm confused oh, about maybe. that. Well, and but, maybe uh, it also has to do with like being oh. a resident there in the first place like you're not brought there from somewhere else yeah like bashing cats are probably babies at some point maybe because they're yeah island they grew up so maybe we don't really learn what is cherry is she human yeah i think yeah because hook is human maybe because she was born there so maybe if winnie had been born there maybe they just reached maturity and then they stopped growing maybe but um something that amal had put on the notes for today was the fact that we don't actually have a vain pov which i I was so annoyed at that yeah i really want that like more than anything and like Um, even in his own book how is that even fair because i mean it's like crazy because you know you get like hook or cherry pov which obviously they're not main characters though they do play an important role but because the book is titled the dark one you would think that he would have a point of view at some point and so I found it really interesting that he didn't. And I'm kind of wondering if we will even get it in the third book, especially because Winnie has the dark shadow. So Maybe we'll I get feel it like now, he would have but... some sort of insight, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm really interested to see the dynamics when, like, yeah. with her in the dark shadow. Because that was really Maybe messed up what Cherry did. Because I, I don't <laughs> dislike Cherry, but I, but her, like, basically saying, like, let's hope the shadow kills Winnie was really messed up yeah yeah but like even when she was leading winnie into that room she's like oh when you apologize like maybe i shouldn't be doing this and then it was almost like it was too late for her to do anything because it was like already set in motion yeah i find cherry really interesting because you kind of feel sorry for her for like you know what happened with her brother but at the same time she is willingly making these decisions Right, you're like I'm rooting for you, but and you're making it hard sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, she does struggle with the decisions that she makes sometimes, but like not quite enough for you to be like you do have a good sense to you. Like I just feel like (laughs) she's she's making these decisions and really has no guidance onto how to actually make a good decision. And so at some point, I can't really feel sorry for her because. Yeah, like with, I don't understand what her plan was with Winnie. Because yeah. let's say the shadow would have killed Winnie. 
do they does she honestly think that they wouldn't have found out and that she would be able to have Vane back <laughs> yeah Vane would be like oh it's okay we would have been even worse we forgive off. you yeah yeah so i feel like in her desperation she mm-hmm. really did not think think things through and hook yeah. was was um he was open to get taking her back she just didn't mm-hmm. want to go yeah. well basically they were the she was free to go like years ago and she didn't want to because she she wanted vain which like is also kind of sad because it's like an unrequited love situation kind of which is usually so, like, my Harry, favorite trope but like this is want, we, yeah we this is also <laughs> kind of pathetic in a way not pathetic i don't think pathetic is the right word but it's just it is sad to see her go so hard for somebody who actually wants nothing to do with her because i think it's more tragic like when you have unrequited love when there's an actual like affection and friendship Mm -hmm. and then there's just because this one was basically disdain like Mm -hmm. vain doesn't want anything to do with her she's basically um wait how can i put this politely just say it (laughs) like she's a whole basically (laughs) (laughs) like when he needs an outlet She's mm-hmm. there and he knows she'll take whatever because and even then it took a while before he was like, you know, you're even good enough for me to just like let it out. Yeah, because he's not nice when he's in like his one of his episodes. But like because because for like the thing is, yeah, because she didn't she got with the twins at some point, but she never got with Pan, did she? No, that's the only person she hasn't. So yeah, do you I, think Cherry will die? Do you think do you think Winnie will kill her if she gets out? I think Cherry will That's die. First I think Cherry first will die. Yeah. dying. Because there's no way Wendy doesn't. Put I don't two know if they would together. kill her like right out of the gate because I feel like there is some uh, con. Uh, what do you call it? Um, confrontation that needs to happen where well, they I would will think confront that, her about thought... what she did to Winnie, and then I feel like maybe in the middle somewhere she'll die. Oh, it's like a, self, a redeeming have, thing. Yeah, it's like I, I thought maybe Winnie wouldn't have control of the shadow and she just lash out and kill Cherry because Cherry's right there in front of the door. Mm-hmm. That's I feel like Cherry would there. probably run and hide. Like once she. If she's smart, she will. Yeah. And so I think she'll run and hide and then they'll find her and kind of confront her about what she did. And then she'll make some sort of sacrifice to kind of redeem herself somewhere in the middle and die. And then die. <laughs> and then die. <laughs> just gonna die. Just later. Yeah. Yeah. And also, but like even with the uh, Wendy with the dark shadow again, like the dynamics, because uh, until now, like strength wise, she was pretty much at their mercy. But now she'll she'll have her own powers, no? Well, and do you think because Vane kind of struggles with you kind of see him wrestle with his dark shadow, do you think Wendy would kill anybody when influenced by the shadow? Oh, uh, definitely. I think because she yeah. lost boys are about to die. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, she doesn't she... really. I mean, like she does have a little bit of darkness to her, but nothing like that dark. And so I kind of think that'll be something she struggles with in the next book. Yeah, she didn't come off of, as someone that was like mean for the sake of being <laughs> mean. Like it was always all about survival. She did have her own darkness, but it wasn't really like cruelty. Yeah. So, like Kamal said, a few dark lost boys are probably about to get to die yeah. without reason. They're just like, wrong place, wrong time. Who do you think is going to kill Tilly? 
It has to be the twins. I wanted. I was to gonna say twins. it has to be one of the twins. I, I thought it would be Cass, not huh? Bash, because Bash is already ready to kill him, kill her. Sorry. I and yeah, Cass I can see that. Like, really oh, because so Cass is a nice one, right? Yeah. yeah, I think it's gonna be Cass because he's a I, nice. Yeah, but it'll be a good little twist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll, it'll be like his last resort. Be, yeah, and it'll. Yeah. I think it'll kind of be like a developing moment for him as a character too. Yeah, you know, struggle with the fact that he did something so bad essentially when he's like the good one or the mm-hmm. nice one because is yeah. there a way to resolve like all the conflicts without everyone else dying like because then that means hooks <laughs> has to die the crocodile has to die if he comes over i don't think croc has to die because like, croc has his own island yeah like he can I just go back tilly definitely has to die because she and Pan- i feel like her and Pan are the most power hungry, and I feel like Hook is also power hungry, but he just doesn't have the power, like the actual. And I think he's like a little too broken with like his yeah. aversion to blood and like his scaredness from the clocks. I just think he has too many weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. Which question is there? Is in the original story is there something about Hook with clocks? Because yeah. that same theme kind of happens in Hooked by Emily McIntyre. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure the clock is um the like the croc. Yeah, and like in this in the Disney movie, there is, but I don't. I haven't read the original book, but Mm -hmm. I I assume there is a a thing with clogs too. Yeah, because I remember that being a really big theme in Hooked by Emily McIntyre, and then yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm obviously it was part of his backstory, which I don't think would be in the original. um, It is, and I I think it's in the original because it was also in the Disney movie. So no, I mean like why the clocks are. I think, uh, I think it was linked with the crocodile. I and the crocodile. I because th- if I remember correctly, the movie because I've seen it, it's been so long since I've seen it. I think the crocodile ate a clock, so every time it goes near, you hear the. T- t- oh, t- he never. I don't know why the clock never dies, but he never pooped it out. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it's just stuck in his intestines. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. That I don't know why when you said he never pooped it out, it just reminded me of like the magic lake. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason i'm my mind went oh poop water but, um, tiktok's iconic alarm clock was used to make captain hook surrender to peter pan during a duel and then actually the crocodile is sometimes referred to as tiktok croc oh. tiktoking crocodile okay so that's why in the disney movie he had he ate a clock okay oh so it says the ticking of the clock becomes a motif in the story representing the passage of time and the ways that hook is being pursued by death oh okay so it's even more profound oh the crocodile swallowed captain hook's hand and alcoholus morale to eat the rest of him (laughs) (laughs) make everyone know of its presence yeah because I, I saw a theory. I don't know if uh, if it's in the original one, but I saw a theory that Hook might be like a lost boy that grew up. Oh, like in the original Hook. I don't know Sorry, if it, I don't know if it, this is it's in another retelling, but that's why he's mad at Pan because he ca- like he cast them out as soon as they grow up and they turn into the enemy. Why'd he grow? We don't like old people. Wait, we are like for Peter Pan. We're all old people. Excuse me. Peter Pan is a teenager, like in the original <laughs> scenario. Like he's like what, twelve? He's a brat. Like you would be like an old person for him. We're talking about this this Peter Pan. Oh, this Peter Pan is like he's an adult. Okay, you're not an old person for this Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, what do you guys think he is? Twenty? Twenty one? 
Well, like he's probably he's in the hundreds. I would say like, oh, like, no, like when he's not aging. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I would imagine like twenty-five, twenty-eight. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like realistically, he's like in the hundreds, but yeah, physically, he's probably <laughs> around twenty-five. Um, I would say like early twenties. Alondra, you're cutting up. I think for me. Yeah, but were you saying something? Now you're completely gone if you're talking. I am not. I wasn't oh, okay. <laughs> We're just waiting for you to talk. Um, but yeah, like I, I think like because that's the thing with Italians, they always age them up. Because there's a few, um, there's a few where they don't. But Peter Pan always becomes like this. Like in all of the Italians, I have never seen him portrayed as a good person or the protagonist. He's always like okay. a bit messed up. <laughs> yeah, I feel like because when he is 18, he has to be in his early 20s. True. Yeah, I'm waiting for the art like, for if the he twins. Was older, I, I, I feel like if any of them were much older than that, like one of the tropes mentioned would be age gap. And I don't think it is. Um, mm, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go by the Darkling argument that everyone has, he's hundreds of years older than Winnie. True, Yeah. That is true. Yeah, but I, like, find that I don't so know why people me. try to put that I argument in. It's so annoying when they do that. I just want to, oh my God. They immediately lose all respect for me. Yeah. But He's because thousands that of years when, old. when people use that argument, it makes no sense to me because usually they're not human. So that age does not equivalent like the same um, phases for as yeah. humans. Like if you take um, like a fae, a fae like that's only 100 years old, it's, a, it's still a baby. <laughs> Yeah. it's just so silly mm-hmm. like why why do you care this much it's fiction yeah like at the end of the day when you shift sometimes it's only as basic as they look hot together like why do i need more reason are you a twilight <laughs> <laughs> yeah he has a skin of a killer but he's hot exactly <laughs> yeah like what why does it matter <laughs> We're all shallow. Let's not pretend that, like, sometimes people, I think that sometimes people work way too hard to find, like, some righteous reason to ship something. And, like, you just like that dynamic together because it speaks to you, like, for whatever reason. Sometimes it's not mm-hmm. that profound. You can just say one That's second. why. That's what? You're cutting out. Oh, it's okay. Never mind. No, no I want to hear what you said. He was literally just parroting what Virginia said. Two sex people <laughs> equals power couple for me. Oh. <laughs> What else do you guys want for the last book? I want, I want I more want background. group scenes. I want fucking because they haven't had one yet, really. No, it's that always. Hey, hey, I'm gonna be so mad if Rock gets his own point of view, but Wayne doesn't. Wayne doesn't. You can change his things. name to Wayne. <laughs> I don't know I why, it's a... because I can't. It's my immigrant language. I can't um, say the V and the W. Sometimes I mix them up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I want two things. I want a vain POV and I want a group scene because I haven't really had one. Yeah. Because no, only haven't. just in the last book she got with Vane. And so I want them all together. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot of work for her, so I don't envy that, but <laughs> it'll be fun. I think there's a possibility read. that um she'll I guess maybe maybe not like be with Rock at all. Oh. Mm. You want like, them all- I know that he's in love with Wendy, so maybe not, but who knows. Do you want them all together and like all of them with Wendy or like with each other too? Um, I don't really care for them to be with each other because two of them are twins and I'd rather not. <laughs> but I meant for Shay because she's the more the reverse harem girly. Um, Just because I could, only honestly, has three- I could do with either because I have read books that um, 
the Creature Cafe series, um, one of the books is a thruple and two of them are twins. Um, so like I've read them with that sort of dynamic and it doesn't And they're all me. involved with each other or just Yeah. <laughs> like it the doesn't twins bother as me well. because yeah, yeah. It doesn't bother me because it's fake like fiction and I'm just like I just I don't care. I, um I, I, I ask because Winnie only has three holes and there's four of them. So, so like, she has so also I, two so- hands. <laughs> but that's yeah, what I was gonna say. There's the uh, the retelling, the actually the hook retelling in um in Katie Roberts um tank mm-hmm. is with four people. Mm. Two guys, the three guys and one girl, but the girl even has a strap on. So it's like all three holes are yes. full, and then she ha- she has a free hand. Yeah, so, I mean, she's got two hands it. as well as three holes, but also, like, I, I wouldn't be mad or object to them being with each other. I feel like, I just don't I'm... have coordination, so it's... <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying, like, it would be a lot of work on her <laughs> part, but, like, it would be very fun to read. Like, imagine moving your hips, your head, and your, your hands. Well, I mean, <laughs> Remembering it kind of to depends. breathe. Yeah. It kind of depends, because, like... <laughs> this is about to get very graphic but a lot of the times in group scenes like when her mouth is occupied the person who is occupying her mouth will do the work because she is obviously focused on other things otherwise it would look like she was having a seizure so to answer your question either way i would be happy I feel like i just get so overstimulated like sometimes i just get overstimulated with too much noise <laughs> I am not a reverse harem girly. You know what? Uh, I really didn't mind it. I wasn't sure if I was gonna like the whole reverse harem thing and be like, oh, but I, I really it. enjoyed it in in this book, and I it actually made me think that I I should read more of them. I absolutely it. love reverse harems because the female main character kind of gets a little bit of everything, <laughs> um, and also like. I am wholeheartedly a supporter of like polyamorous relationships, like with Katie Roberts books and stuff. Like why does she have to choose? Why can't she get all of them? You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I love triangles and I love the angst, but also why do you have to choose? You know what? As, as now that I, we do have like that, I, the whole concept of why choose, I'm like, why are love triangles a thing? Well, and I saw the weirdest thing is I saw somebody explain that love triangles aren't actually a triangle because two Very points mean. of the triangle are left open. Oh, that's true. So it's like a love angle, not a triangle because the triangle's not closed. With but it doesn't sound good. Oh, there's a love angle. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like, I'm in an angle with you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm a full supporter in not having to make any sort of choice and just everybody being with each other (laughs) but i do highly recommend reverse harems i really like them i think they're very fun to read um would there's is there anyone is there one you would recommend like for my favorite reverse harem is lilac which is a rock star romance reverse harem it is fairly long um and it's kind of more of a slow burn but basically this girl um replaces the guitarist in this band and they're kind of like assholes and mean to her at first but she's obviously really talented and uh they all get together and it's very good um Hmm. i think i've told you about one 
from the author who wrote the Mindfuck series. She also has a reverse harem that I think might be more up your alley. Oh, that's um, the one with the, the Dark Side series. Okay. And it's like the four horsemen and then she's the apocalypse. Um, and that one's really good. There are a lot of cringy lines. But Is that the one with the One the Direction? Yeah, the One Direction <laughs> lines. They're cringy, but like also sort of funny at how cringy they are. I think you would like that one because it's got more of like a fantasy paranormal element to it. Yeah, I'll add it to my list now that I'm back to reading. Yeah, and they're all novellas, so they're really short and kind of easy to breeze through. Oh, cool. And they do a lot of groveling, which I really appreciate. And there is some angst in there too, so it's like a good series. I like it. Mm. Um, I can't really think of any other reverse harems that I've read, of course, now that I'm kind of being put on the spot oh the masked men series melt for us and scream for us by molly doyle is really good too those ones are novellas so they're really short oh okay yeah um, like those ones christmas? are a dark no, romance sorry. it's a uh, halloween and christmas yeah christmas? so it starts yeah. with scream for us which is the halloween one and then they come back and melt for us which is the christmas one but she's also writing a full-length novel about them um so when you get to the christmas one it reveals their like actual names because in the halloween one she just refers to them as um the mask that they have so like jason uh fuck what's the other guys it's like jackson or something it's very close yeah um and so she's actually writing a full-length novel about them and i really like those characters as well they're really good those are the only ones i can think of off the top of my head but yeah anybody have any final thoughts no i'm just excited to see like the third one that comes out in september and oh, have to wait so long i, I just yeah, it's like september 1st or something right like mm-hmm. september 1st um honestly i think sh- like uh, there's enough uh background story and just like world building so it would be like a full-length book mm-hmm. but i'll take what i can get yeah yeah, yeah. so i think this wraps nice up to... our episode right yeah yeah Thank you so, guys for listening. <laughs> so we're rambling about the <laughs> oh my god, the vicious lost boys. And so this is wraps up our episode. And you can listen to us on Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else where you can listen to podcasts. So thank you guys for listening to us this week. And uh, as always, guys, stay, stay healthy, stay bitchy, and we will see. And we will have a new episode for you guys next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>